Welcome back to the Argentina Project podcast brought to you by the Wilson Center. I'm your host, Benjamin Gadan. And I'm your producer, Katie Hopkins. On August 11th, Argentines voted in their primaries, known as Las Paso. Which incumbent President Mauricio Macri could only describe as bad for his coalition. That's right, Katie, and that's a considerable understatement. The Peronist presidential candidate, Alberto Fernandez, and his running mate, the populist former president of Argentina, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, received 48% of votes. That's a 16 percentage points difference with Mauricio Macri and his running mate, the moderate Peronist Miguel Ángel Pichetto. They attracted only 32%. Today on the podcast, we asked David Smith whether Macri has any chance to recover before the October election. David's a podcast favorite, a foreign correspondent for The Economist, a former senior UN diplomat, and a special contributor to the Argentina Project. He joins us from Buenos Aires. Now to the interview. Hey, David, it's Benjamin. Hello. So the results were surprising and not encouraging for supporters of President Mauricio Macri. It looks like his opponents attracted almost 48% of the vote compared to around 32% for the incumbent. Is there any silver lining here, or is the situation as grim as it appears for supporters of re-election, David? The word you used, Benjamin, was surprising. I would call it stunning. None of the pollsters, right down to the wire um, last week, were seeing a result anything like as conclusive a landslide. Uh, this is a 15-point margin. The pollsters had been suggesting that it could be as low as two to three, and then President Macri would have had um, the opportunity come the first round proper, because remember, this was a primary election, but the importance of it was that it became a dry run, really, um, for the October election. So the numbers speak for themselves, a 15-point margin when the president and his team had been thinking uh, three, two to three, three to four, uh, all of which they believe they could make, they could make up that ground um, by siphoning off votes from the third-party candidates and make it to October and win. Um, and certainly if it went to a runoff in November, I think that's now extremely unlikely. Um, Benjamin talking to one of the president's advisors overnight, they realize um, that they have a mountain to climb and that unless they see the kind of mistake which the Fernandez campaign hasn't made um, so far, come close to it, but they haven't made that major mistake, um, the chances of, of Mauricio Macri surviving in power are extremely, extremely uh, slim now. Indeed, if you add up every single vote for you know, the non-far-left opposition, it seems like that would give Macri another 13%, which is not enough to cover the 15 or 16% gap. We're surprised by this because of the polling, but should we be surprised? I mean, given the economic performance of Argentina over the past four years, three of the four, including pretty brutal recessions, uh, an overall increase in poverty, we can assign responsibility for some of those trends differently, but the way that the economy has been experienced by Argentines over the last four years maybe should have led us to believe that the incumbent would have you know, an uphill climb. Yes, uh, and uh, that's a good point, Benjamin. Reality, um, President Macri would have been defying the odds, in fact, defying history in, in, in one sense, um, had he been able to come through 
given 55% inflation, uh, given a, a deep recession, given rise in unemployment, um, given uh, interest rates that, that would be implausible in most of the rest of the world. They're through the roof. Um, so the chances were that the economy would always decide this. The hope had been of the Macri camp, and this, I suspect, now in the days after this vote, um, there'll be plenty of recriminations inside his, his team. The hope had been that by making this a deeply divisive, polarized election, where you had the president cast as the, the standard bearer of change, uh, of a future um, that was very different to the decline of the past. Uh, and against him, in theory, was a ticket, Fernandez and former president, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, uh, against him was a ticket that represented so obviously the past. Um, well, that bet, um, it was a huge bet, but it was, in their view, in the Macri camp's view, the only way they could win that polarized uh, election um, in the end, has has clearly produced a a surge to one side, and it's not theirs; it's to the others, uh, and it's to very much a team that does represent the past, that represents a very different future for Argentina. And we're seeing the results almost immediately. If you look at the markets coming out of this vote, um, you're seeing the the peso fall quite dramatically, uh, and you're seeing the uh, the bond yield. Um, on Argentine on Argentine bonds um, rise dramatically. So, in a sense, um, the bet the Macri camp made um, the polarized election um, has has come back to haunt them. It was a bet that might have worked had the president been running against his predecessor, Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner. Credit where credit is due, she chose a much more moderate figure, Alberto Fernandez, from the Peronist movement, who is most associated with criticizing her and serving her much more popular late husband, Nestor Kirchner. When you're considering the strategy going forward toward October, it seems like the president is now going to have to run against his actual opponent and not against Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner. Yes, he is, and, and I think you're absolutely right to acknowledge that Christina Fernandez de Kirchner's choice, which was a very odd one um, in reality to choose her presidential candidate herself and then make herself the vice presidential candidate. can't remember if I've ever seen that one before, um, but it worked. Uh, strategically, it worked um, because her negatives, which have remained very high during this period, nevertheless did not come into play as they might have done had it been Mauricio Macri versus Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, with the, the memory that the middle class, the middle class has really decided this, uh, this vote, um, in that they've clearly um, defected from, from Macri and gone to the other side um, because of the economic factors, um, that clearly the middle class, um, on one level, has long memories of what Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner did during her eight years in power. Um, but nevertheless, with a, a more moderate, and it should be said, a very wily, backroom, uh, savvy operative. Alberto Fernandez is, is a lifelong Peronist and a lifelong operator. And, you know, the campaign did, did produce that kind of agenda, um, made some mistakes, but at the same time was projecting a, a more moderate, sensible, centrist 
um, approach than would have been the case had Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner been the, the candidate at the top of the ticket. David Smith, special contributor to the Argentina Project here at the Wilson Center and a noted foreign correspondent. Thank you so much for joining our podcast, as always, and sharing your insights in this critical moment in Argentine history. Thanks for having me. And thankfully, our producer is a wonderful editor. That's me, Katie Hopkins. If you enjoyed the show, subscribe to the Argentina Project podcast on SoundCloud and sign up for our weekly newsletter at wilsoncenter.org slash weekly dash asado.